It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Welcome to Postcast here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The Utah Jazz defeat the Portland Trailblazers 111-88. The win streak starts for the second half of the season, or the post-All-Star break season, ending the three-game losing streak. The Jazz were on. There's a bunch of stories to this one. The team looked obviously a lot better. For the real story, I thought it was the defense of George Hill predominantly, but the whole team and the way they handled the guards of Portland. Well, I thought the second half they looked a lot better. I really thought there was a little struggle there in the first half, especially when the Jazz made substitutions. And, and they seemed to lose the little momentum and what things they had going in that first quarter. Let's go back to the positives, Ron. Come on now. Okay. The defense on C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Well, and, and that was awesome. And, and you could just fun watching the game plan work for the most part and, and how players respond to uh, what the coaches had to say this morning and, and things work. Um, so that was a positive. Those two guards are a nuisance for everybody that they play. They average 50 points a ball game between the two. They usually get up about 19 shots a game between the two. I mean, they shoot a lot of threes. But tonight, the defense, especially with Dante and George Hill, who I thought played very good position defense, you know, staying in front of guys and forcing them to uh, to the help that they were what, what they were trying to accomplish this morning. Well, they did two things I thought were great. They denied the ball a ton, so it was really, really hard for them to get the ball. The second one is we saw the Jazz play their big up higher, so when Dame or CJ came off the pick, they had to make an early decision about what they were going to do against that big and. And, and the Jazz actually shoot around went through a whole game plan about, well, they're going to beat our big. And they didn't beat the big that many times. They did. And when they did beat the big, then the secondary plan of having the guy at the rim waiting was fabulous. And, and I thought it worked a lot better late because you remember you remember the first play of the ball game. I mean, they played the defense the way they wanted to play it perfectly, but Myers Leonard was the pick-and-pop person, and he knocked down a three. So the Jazz stuck with that. They didn't go away from it. It's just some force of those other guys to beat them and make them make the big shot. So that part of the defensive plan worked. And then uh, we saw off the ball quite a bit with uh, George Hill. We saw a little bit with, with Gordon to the point where they were face guarding guys, not worrying a lot about what was going on behind them, but just keeping players like Myers, um, like Damon Lillard and and McCullen from coming to the basketball as they do so often. The other one that I thought jumped out tonight and that people will be talking about for a while is the play of Dante Exum. He is not shooting the ball well. Okay, So the negative is that he shoots the three poorly. His jump shot's 28%. He's got to figure out how he's going to be successful in this league. And we're beginning to see him learn that. It's not right now as a spot-up corner three shooter. It's a driver, a penetrator using that size, that length, that speed, some of that agility that he seems to be regaining. Uh, from the ACL and attacking the rim smartly. He was terrific. He was terrific, David, and I think to add to what, we, what he has to find out a way 
how he's going to be successful in this league. Is he going to be a point guard that's a scoring point guard? Uh, is he going to be a, a, a point guard where he can set his men, set his teammates up? Is he going to be a, a point guard that, that the only way he can perform or make things happen on the floor, where he has to dribble the ball a lot and, and come off screens, you know, that type of thing. We saw a little bit of everything, I thought, tonight with him, especially boy, with the ball in his hands, his ability to get to the basket. I think the next step of his game, and it's not just going to be from this, from this part, what's left of the season until the end of the season. It's going to be over the summer for him to develop a reliable jump shot, not just a standstill jump shot looking at the basket. I'm talking about a jump shot off the dribble, a jump shot uh, 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 coming off screens. And, and then we'll know how good a player he can be in the league. He was fifth player picking the draft. So there was high hopes for him, and I, I think there's still high hopes. Well, for him. we've seen the last few weeks is all the things that made him the fifth pick of the draft again, and, and it may have taken this long. You know, I said all year I'm not evaluating him until we're 40 games into the season, and it's right about that point, actually, where we began to see the burst again. We began to see the drive. We began to see the length. We began to see the explosion, the quickness. He's he's super quick. He can pick up the tempo in a game. He can get to the rim at a, a pretty fabulous rate. Uh does he have an understanding yet of how everything's going to happen? No, he gets caught. Does he see guys yet? He sees favors and seemingly not many other guys yet. You know, if they cut off that favors pass, he gets in trouble. There, there's so huge steps for a second-year player who played limited amount of high school basketball. But we're seeing the flashes of talent that made him the fifth pick of the draft. And just, okay, just think about Gordon. I mean, and what you're talking about here is uh, knowing – the next step of what's happening next or what's happening if I go this way what's happening I mean being a little a step ahead of, of what you're doing in order to not turn the ball over shoot the basketball or hit the open man that that type of thing instead of driving getting up in the air so oh hell you know what do I do now you know that that type of thing then you become I think the point guard that that he, he needs to be in this league Hayward added 22 George Hill added 19 Joe Ingles at 18. The Jazz went 11 of 22 from three against a team that's 28th in the league at defending the three-point shot. That's really where they were, you know, where they made their difference tonight and finally started hitting shots in the second half, probably as they expected to. Ron, the Jazz sit here at the All-Star break at 35 and 22. What's your evaluation of the first half? Well, my evaluation is that we can see that this can be a team that can do some damage in the playoffs. Uh, and, and, you know, we still have a lot of confidence in this team. Uh, even though they've struggled here the last three or four ball games, still have a lot of confidence in them. And I, I think the break is coming at, at the right time, definitely coming at the right time. Um, and then maybe, you know, we can get George Hill can be totally healed. Maybe Derek Favors can be totally healed when we come back. And so, um, I don't know. We just I think the break is coming at the right time, and I'm excited about it. Well, have a good time in San Francisco. I'll go ski the slopes of Aspen. And we will see you again in Milwaukee on Friday, a week from Friday. Jazz win their 35th game of the season with a win over the Portland Trailblazers to end a three-game losing streak here on the Jazz. Well, no, this isn't the Jazz Radio Network. This is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy All-Star break. 
Hi guys, this is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.